0: And what's going on?
1: Not too much. Just got back from a trip to Vail where I did lots of snowboarding and basically just hanging out with my buddies. And um, I'm not that injured. So I feel like I'm ready for the Open this week.
0: (laughs) Not that injured. That's a good way to put it. You lived a life, dude. Snowboarding, mountain biking. Man, what do I got to do to get your life? (sighs) Hmm. Get a real job, oh, I guess. If you pay
1: me lots of money, I'll tell you. Oh,
0: okay. Well, there is that. So, fun time snowboarding.
1: Yeah, it was good. Um, the, you know, I'm kind of a snob anymore, where I like, you know, I only snowboard on fresh powder days. Oh, Of course. But uh, this was actually pretty amazing because, man, when the sun comes out in Colorado and the so the snow kind of softens up a little bit, bright bluebird days. It was awesome. The lines weren't too long, which is kind of crazy because it was President's Day weekend. Um, so normally that's like the busiest, one of the busiest weekends of the year, but it wasn't bad. Apparently Breckenridge and a couple of other resorts were slammed, but Vale was was pretty open and we just, we had an absolute blast.
0: Yeah. Well, you definitely love the life. It's not exactly what it's like here in Cleveland, but... Uh... I'm going to live vicariously through you. It was also
1: 65 degrees and sunny yesterday here and back here in Denver. um, And we're about to get four feet of snow.
0: Oh (laughs) Well, hopefully we don't have that coming. It was warm here today, too, but all our snow melted. So I'm I'm hoping it doesn't come back because I really do not want to shovel the driveway again. It's like an extra workout every time it happens. And I don't need that many extra workouts in my life right now.
1: Here we are, you know, we're people who like are running a workout podcast. You're like, oh man, I really don't want to have to work out anymore.
0: (laughs) Dude, this shit's hard. It's a lot of snow. And like, we've had a lot of snow here lately. It's been really cold. As a matter of fact, this last one last week, um, it warmed up for a day and got like into the low forties, which I know isn't that warm, but it's warm by Cleveland standards. And it started raining and it rained really hard for several hours. And then the temperature dropped 15 degrees. And so it was basically just a big sheet of ice. And then it started snowing on top of it. So we had, you know, rain on top of ice on top of snow. And I had to go out and shovel the drive two or three times and then the high winds to follow. It was just, it's I don't know why I live here.
1: Yeah, um, it's you're really making a convincing argument.
0: I know, right? I am absolutely making a convincing argument to move to Cleveland.
1: But here's here's my question for you. Do you do you uh fuel yourself properly for your driveway shoveling? I'm imagining That's- I'm imagining you you can it up.
0: Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk about you can't. Yeah. So yeah, I do, but it sucks because, you know, I'm still on this RP thing. And, uh, so like the timing of food is really hard right now. And you can, is kind of saving my bacon, particularly if I know I have to go shovel the driveway for 45 minutes and still get in a workout, which has been pretty common in the last couple of weeks. So that's been fun, (laughs) big fun. Uh, I've also been mixing it into my protein shakes. You know, they have the cocoa flavored, uh, energy shake, which is, I mean, it's a protein shake, but it's not as high protein as, um, you know, they would like for me to do on this stupid RP thing. So Hmm. I, I mix it in to get a little extra carbs into my workouts because I've been doing a lot of, uh, endurance stuff. You know, I've talked about that recently. And particularly in the last week or so, I've just like, I've convinced myself like this open may kick my ass, but it will not out endurance me. Like there's not mm. going to be a workout so long that I worry about it. So I uh, I'm, I'm good to go in that regard. So yeah, you can, not has okay. been saving my life, dude. It's uh, you know, reducing the hunger cravings, which I don't, I'm not sure it's exactly what they design it for, but that's what it's doing for me. And uh, it's getting me through these, you know, kind of, 45-ish minute workouts and I'm doing a lot of running.
1: So nice. Yeah, yeah for me, I just let the sun melt the snow because it's always sunny. It's like sunny 280 days a year here. So you just let the sun come out and then it's gone. It's really nice.
0: Did you take your UCAN for your veil trip?
1: Um, let's see. What did I take? I actually did. I took um I have the bars and I take them when I go backcountry. So backcountry is where you hike up the mountain and then snowboard down rather than using you know, modern technology (laughs) chairlifts. So I really like that. So I have what's called a split board, which is a snowboard that you break in half and then you climb the mountain, like cross country skis kind of up the mountain and then you snap it back together and then you can ride down. And uh, yeah, actually the UCAN energy bars, whether it's just like, so they have like the one that has a little bit more protein in it. And then they have just like the, the, uh, what is it? The cherry almond bars. I kind of just like throw one or two of those in my bag every time I go, it's just good top of the mountain thing, uh, and it doesn't freeze too hard in the cold, which is really nice. So yeah,
0: I was laughing to myself in the basement this week. I had programmed this kind of long working uh, running workout, and so I would taken UCAN down there with me, and now I have these new runners from Innovate that they sent me, and uh, I was sitting there thinking, man, I'm like a I'm like a jogging commercial <laughs> between between which... Innovates and the UCAN. I was like, I'm glad I actually use this stuff because you know I, I want to at least be authentic. But stuff yeah. works, dude, and um, yeah. So, if anyone wants to try the, you can twenty percent off. Use our code scale. You can dot co, dot co not dot com. And stuff's great, dude. And feel free to DM us. I'll tell you what I use, and we'll you know talk about flavors and all that fun stuff. And by the way, the innovate runners are awesome. Did you get yours?
1: No. Uh, when do I get those? Are they supposed to send those to me?
0: I don't know. At some point, you'll get them. Don't be so pouty right
1: now. Innovate Runners. They're not on the website. They're not released yet. What the heck, That's dude? Not,
0: I don't know. You guess you're not as big a deal as me. You're too busy, you know, snowboarding and doing your winter hobbies. So I haven't
1: gotten. I I need them for pickleball.
0: Have you Have you checked your packages? Have you checked your package, Ben?
1: Yeah, I checked my package last night, and it was okay. good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I have to. I think maybe I got a FedEx notification on my phone so maybe they're coming soon i don't know know. i'll have to check
0: well they haven't been released yet but they're awesome and now uh, i'm antsy they sent me a new color 260s and a new pair uh colorway of the 300s and so now i have more shoes than i know what to do with dude
1: wait a minute so you got three new shoes i (sighs) have
0: three new pairs of shoes it's ridiculous so ridiculous okay
1: well i'm gonna get really angry at them if i don't get three new pairs
0: all right well well i'll shoot them a message Anyway, let's talk about the Open, because the Open is coming up, and I've had a bunch of people message me worried and freaking out, and I've done a really good job of keeping my anxiety down this time. Good. I'm very proud of myself. And you're
1: not even drinking anymore, so that's great. Double whammy.
0: Well, I don't want to say anymore, but I'm not drinking currently. That's probably currently. the best way to put it.
1: Like currently on this podcast, you are not consuming alcohol. Very proud of you, John.
0: I haven't, I haven't had a sip of alcohol since we were in Miami, and it sucks. It completely sucks, but what are you going to do? But I I'm down. I think your
1: body probably likes you for it.
0: I'm down. I'm going into the open 17 pounds lighter than I was on January 3rd. I know that. Dang. Wow. That's awesome. And, man. Uh, running is easier and double unders are easier and hell lifting's easier. Like, you know, I haven't felt any kind of drop off in, in, uh, in strength. And, you know, I feel like my nice. endurance is better. So Who knows? I mean, I'm not, but I, you know, I'm going into this one. I kind of want to talk about this. Like, you know, we're at this point when we release this tomorrow, we'll be two days out from the first one. And I think people stress out. And one of the notes I had here was people stress out mentally about what's about to happen to them. And so I want to talk about that a little bit. How do you uh, handle the stress or does it bother you at all?
1: Um, It certainly used to the and i know this is like so much easier said than done but if you just reflect on the fact that you cannot control what workout they release all you can control is your preparation and honestly at this point you really can't do anything else other than like get a couple good nights sleeps and make sure you're drinking plenty of water and you know, that's, that's kind of it. Uh, Make sure you don't injure yourself. Like don't accidentally punch a wall like I did and have a really swollen hand or it wasn't that accidental, but we won't go into it. But my, I injured myself this weekend, kind of, um,
0: this weekend, were you drinking monster and kind of, yeah,
1: we we won't go into it. Got, Got too
0: close to some drywall and just had to let it have it.
1: Yeah, we it was a mirror. Um, We (laughs) we had a great weekend, but it was it was an an aggressive weekend of six very high testosterone men just, you know, just being aggressive men. Um, So there was a lot of instances where, where some of us should have broken bones, I'm sure. But none of us did or I might have broken my knuckle. I don't know. I worked out today, but you need to avoid doing things like that like try not to do anything crazy because you could injure something or like rip a callus or do something that causes you to not be able to hit the workout that well but if you're mentally struggling with being prepared for the open and what's about to happen just focus on the only things that you can control and don't allow something that you can't control like what the workout is Like, what are the three movements that are going to be in the first workout? Who cares? So
0: if you want to keep your anxiety down, Ben, like you personally, you're trying to keep your anxiety down. What's one thing that you do? Give me one thing that you do to keep anxiety down.
1: Mm, Let's see. I focus on a different hobby.
0: Well, That's a good one. What do you do? Pickleball?
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, pickleball, snowboarding, reading my latest elk hunting book, practice archery. Like do something that has absolutely zero relation to CrossFit. I think that's another great idea. Like I love to, I'd call it a healthy distraction, like find something else to do that you get all wrapped up in and excited about. And that's just going to help you pass the time um, with, you know, that time could be filled by getting anxious about, you know, what's coming in the open.
0: I've been, I've been trying to focus on like positive self-talk, I know Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too hippy dippy here, but like I'm notorious for beating myself up over like the dumbest things. And so I'm really mentally trying to go into this one by telling myself I'm going to have fun. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's my expectation. Fun. Just go have fun, hang out with the community, hang out with people, enjoy myself. I mean, you said, you know, whatever happens, you know, you can't control the workout. So I'm like, well, whatever happens, happens. If they post a movement I haven't been working on. Okay. Well, I'm going to have fun. (laughs) I mean, the the workout will probably suck, but I can enjoy the community aspect of it and hang out with people and make jokes and, you know, probably capture some good content and, you know, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Just for me, it's just, you know, can I, can I go in and have fun and, you know, mitigate the damage? Yeah. Not hurt myself.
1: Yeah. Another thing like that positive self-talk is really important. Um, this is a cool thing that actually is just recently developing. Uh, are you familiar with Dawn Fletcher? She runs, uh, used to run what's what was called mentality wad. Oh yeah. 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 But now it's called driven mind training. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, her and I are doing a collaboration and recording a mental strength course together where basically, you know, she's been coaching for, I mean, shoot 10 plus years, uh, elite level athletes that, you know, she's not even allowed to name, uh, helping them get mentally prepared for the games and stuff like that. Anyway, I'm super stoked to go through that. So I'll have a lot more tools to share once we actually, uh, you know, work together through that. But that's a potential podcast guest we can have, uh, right after the open, actually. So, cause she'll be here recording it in studio, just like we have a couple of other guests. And, uh, I, I know it ultimately comes down to just controlling what you can control and then trying to brush off the rest.
0: Well, speaking of that, someone met messaged me and said, Hey, could you talk about nutrition? I'm like, you can't fix your nutrition in two days,
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: but you can, I mean, I know I wish we could, um, but there are some things you can do to not screw it up, but you know, like namely some nutrition tips. Maybe you have, you know, pre-workout or prior to a competition or, um, you know, just day oh, Yeah, of, for sure. You know?
1: Yeah. Um, so for that, uh, definitely. Make, like I think carbohydrates are the most important thing going into any workout. Um, even if you like are relatively a low carb person, uh, carbohydrates are really good for performance. So for me, a lot of times I'll have like a big bowl of oatmeal, or you know, more recently I've talked about it multiple times. I mix my pre workout with a scoop or scoop and a half of the Ucan Energy Powder, um, and that's you know just a bunch of carbohydrates, a bunch of you know simple and complex carbs. And I crush that, and i'm I'm looking for somewhere in the range of like fifty to maybe even up to a hundred grams of carbohydrates um if you're just trying to fully optimize your performance now, should you be eating apples and bananas, maybe bananas, but like apples and other like blueberries to get to a hundred carbohydrates no that's going to be so much fiber. Um, just eat like a dense carbohydrate option that that sits well in your stomach. Maybe like an hour before the workout, maybe a little bit beforehand. Make sure you're not going into the workout full, but you also don't want to be on an empty stomach. Like this morning, actually, I had a pretty, pretty hard training session and had a very open ask workout built in there. And I just, it just hit me that I was so focused on work this morning and, and doing some email stuff that I'd forgotten to consume any carbohydrates. I didn't take my UCAM with my pre workout. I didn't like eat my you know bowl and a half of oatmeal and i just i felt terrible after the you know warm up because i hadn't eaten anything yet and it was a morning workout but it, i just i really do think that carbohydrates and hydration are probably the two big ones going into a workout specifically
0: the the carb thing i think you know i've seen so many people make this mistake like don't go carb load like i'm with you 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 have to have carbs you have to have them in your body i love bananas personally uh, the mistake I see people make is they're like, "All right, I'm gonna have this really hard workout on Friday Night Lights. I'm gonna go have a huge bowl of pasta, and I'm gonna eat a loaf of bread." Like they're running a freaking marathon or something, right? You know? right. We're like,
1: talking like a 20 minute workout max <laughs> at, at the
0: most. Like your body will hold, you know, 30 to 45 minutes worth of energy to get through kind of anything. Yeah. You know, without having to do this, you know, pre-marathon routine of, you know, all the food and then God forbid, you know, the people that come into these workouts, not only do they do that, but then they treat it like a marathon and they do one of those little energy gels before the workout. Don't do that. You're going to crap your pants at some point, (laughs) like right there on the floor and embarrass yourself and take it from the person who's done this, not crap my pants, but who has, you know, made these mistakes before, like there's no benefit there's no nutritional benefit there's no workout benefit um to just you know overdoing it with the carbs i think you have to you know don't go in with your stomach growling but um you know don't feel like you also have to eat six pounds of pasta at olive garden which by the way is pretty awesome but yeah uh the the no fiber thing is a pro tip by the way
1: yeah don't yeah yeah there's i've seen that bite some people in the butt.
0: No pun for, intended. Yeah. Yeah. I can, things, things can head South. <laughs> again. no pun intended really, really, really quickly. Mm. Uh, what about physically? Like uh, when you're leading into a, a workout, you know, open competition, anything you do different in your kind of day-to-day routine leading in?
1: No, other than I, I really want to focus again on that, like time change. So I'll actually be in Salt Lake City for starting like Thursday night after recording the open video here in Denver. I fly to Salt Lake City for a seminar for an elk hunting prep seminar, but a couple of the guys there are big time CrossFitters and we're going to go do Friday night lights at a gym somewhere outside of Salt Lake City. I don't even know. I think it's in Ogden, Utah. Um, So anyway, we're dropping in there. And that's going to be a big thing for me trying to gear up and get amped and and ready to hit a workout late on a Friday night. I think our heat is at 6.30 p.m. So for me, I'm going to do my best to sleep in as absolutely late as possible on Friday, even though it won't be very late because I have an event to attend. And then I'm also going to like I'm just going to try to shift back my schedule. So, like, I might eat a little bit later. I might you know, I might even try to, you know, take a quick nap um, somewhere mid-afternoon if, if I get out on time, just to make sure that I'm entering that end of the day with some, a little bit of extra energy. Like I'll probably also shift my last caffeine dosage to a little little bit later in the day, just because physically, if you're used to training at noon or training, you know, in the morning, and then you're going to a nighttime workout, like your body is, is just not primed. It is not habitually ready to hit hit it at that time. So just shifting back your schedule as as much as you possibly can, will help you be more physically prepared for that late night workout. Uh, And also realize that you are kind of fighting an uphill battle there. Like I realize I will not feel that great on Friday night. uh, And that's just the reality of it. If I wanted to optimize my physical performance, I'm going to hit the open workout when my body is used to working out. Um, And I think that's really important.
0: You said something that uh, jogged my memory. You mentioned you had a heat time, and I think a lot of these gyms, um, because it's you know you have to have judges, they run the open and heat times. But what that means is, prior to the workout, you don't get the same warm up you would normally get. You right, have to kind of do your own thing. So mm-hmm. is there is there a kind of do your own thing warm up your go? I you know I know you're you're more of a pro than you know someone like myself and you know the common sense is whatever the movements are you need to do those but are are there a few things that you are absolutely going to do prior to a uh kind of a competitive balls to the wall open workout knowing yeah. you're not going to have a group led warm up
1: Yeah so for me I always like to enter the workout with uh, a beat of sweat um meaning my basketball coach actually used to mention this like I want to be s- sweating slightly when I go into the workout if I'm not sweating at all That means you're probably not warmed up properly. The only caveat is if you have like a really long Metcon, let's say it's like a 20 or 25 minute AMRAP, then realistically, you don't need to go in that warm. But if it's like a seven minute AMRAP or a 10 minute AMRAP, you know, or something that's going to take like a a shorter amount of time, you kind of want to be a little bit hot going into it. Um, Meaning you're just sweating a little bit. You got some pit sweat going. You're Your your body is like literally warm. It's a little bit warmer for me. I'm always going to be hopping on something like the assault bike, um, where I hop on that for maybe four minutes at a moderate pace. That really gets my blood going. And then I'm going to do movements that expose me to the ranges of motions that I'm going to be exposed to in the workout. So if it's, let's say squat cleans. Yeah. I'm going to pick up a PVC pipe and an empty barbell and I'm going to practice going, you know, opening up my front rack position practice dropping under the bar, practice front squats. Um, if it's something overhead, I'm going to make sure that I'm, you know, pressing that barbell or carrying a kettlebell overhead with my arm fully locked out to like activate those shoulders. Um, I'm just trying to expose myself to the movement patterns, even if it means I'm not doing the actual movement. Like for instance, if it's ring muscle ups and you only have like one or two of those in the tank, I would not suggest trying to hit a couple ring muscle ups and warm up instead You can do what I'm talking about. Hop on the assault bike, maybe 15 minutes before your, your heat time, hop on the assault bike for three or four minutes at a moderate pace, just to get the blood pumping and then uh, do some low ring transitions. And then maybe a few ring dips just to like warm up, maybe some strict pull-ups to, to warm up your upper body. Just try to expose yourself to the movement patterns that'll be happening. Not, you don't have to always do the full movement, especially if it's one that's super challenging for you.
0: Yeah, Really similar to that. I try to do double unders and some bike. Like that's how I'm gonna. You know, I want to get my heart rate up. The last thing I want to go into is a sprint, cold, because that's where I end up getting frank cough for like six hours afterwards. Yeah, you know, I'm like I I needed yeah. to have a moment where my lung capacity is like really kind of moving. You know, and and by that I mean like sixty percent capacity. Like mm-hmm. I I would view it like if someone said, hey, go run a, you know, like a ten minute mile for me would be a relatively light jog mm-hmm. right that would be it for me like yeah. that that kind of pace you know you know heart rate's elevated but it's not even close to spiked and then i'm going to do some i'm going to do a lot of air squats push-ups skip you know it's an old guy i gotta get my shoulders loose so maybe mm-hmm. some pass-throughs with the pvc pipe
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: um you know mostly just trying to get you know my joints and uh you know kind of those fast twitch muscles warmed up and ready to go. Yeah. Um you know and kind of the same theory as you if it's a long workout, you know, I don't spend as much time on it. But in these short ones I want to I want to be almost sweaty like going yep. in. Yep. Um the only other thing that I try to do um physically prior to a workout like I try to warm up some throughout the day. Like the last thing I want to do is my total warm up to be at the gym. So I do you know, it's because I, you know, I work during the day. Some of us don't get a snowboard all the time, Ben. And, uh, you know, I I it's will crazy. do, you know, I'll take breaks at work and, you know, do air squats or push-ups or whatever, like anything to keep moving. So I'm not sitting at a desk all day, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I'm fortunate to not really have to do anyway. Um, and then probably the only other thing is I just make sure I get to bed early the night before. Like you just can't overstate how important it is getting sleep you know, I know you said, you know, kind of the, the timing of the workouts important, but I've, you know, for me being well rested and, and bluntly taking a rest day before. So like I'm doing the, the first, uh, open, I think I'm doing it on Sunday. So I'll take Saturday off as a rest day and be fully rested going in, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and I know it's hard for people to do, man. Like no one wants to take a rest day, but you know, oh I do. yeah, you need to like, you know, yeah. don't go to Friday night lights having, you know, exhausted yourself on Thursday, don't go to open gym on Thursday and, you know, do a 45 minute workout and take out all the equipment. Like if you're going to go to open gym, go sit on a C2 bike and pedal lightly and just do some good quality movement. Don't do anything that's
1: going to, you know, uh, hurt you
0: going in the day before you want to be fully fresh.
1: Yeah. I'm fully convinced that, um, now granted this isn't necessarily advice for a beginner who has, maybe they have to build up more capacity and need more time just to accumulate skills. But I'm fully convinced that like, I've been able to maintain my fitness level and, um, and stay injury free due to the lack of training that I do, you know, like a lot of times I'm only hitting three, you know, what some would call classes a week. Although my classes, you know, my sessions are a little bit longer and can be kind of intense, but like a lot of times it's only like three times a week. Sometimes it's twice a week. Heck, sometimes it's once a week. When I'm in there, I get a lot of stuff done, but I just, I've seen so many people. In fact, one of my training partners who I get on him all the time, he doesn't sleep very much and he works out every single day and he wonders why he's injured all the time. And it's like, dude, if you just rested more like me and slept, (laughs) you'd get like, you'd be injured less and thus would be more fit in the long run. Um, so I I think there's, there's definitely something there that, often gets swept under the rug in, uh, sometimes a CrossFit environment where more is always more. It seems like for some coaches and some, uh, newbie athletes. Yeah. More
0: is definitely not more. Hey, speaking of sleep, our girl, Dr. Justine, who was on the show a few months ago, people have been bugging the hell out of me to, uh, talk about the supplement. She finally got it put together and she's selling it now. And I want to talk about third Z, which is her supplement. And she sent me, um, uh, pack of it, and dude, it is awesome. It's Compl- delicious. It is delicious. I was surprised <laughs> at how good it tasted. So good. Dude, I was fully prepared for it to taste like garbage. Like, because you know, like how these things are. Like, I mean, you know, collagen
1: I'll, stuff normally tastes pretty terrible.
0: Well, that was kind of my thing. Yeah, she sent it. She's like, all right, I'm sending you this sleep supplement, and it comes and it's called a PM Recovery Collagen, which you know was like I, I'd never taken it before. I didn't know what it was. But it has a really, really nice flavor to it. But flavor aside, dude, that thing makes me sleep like a baby. And, yeah. you know, I'd, I had had um, supplements before that had magnesium in it. So I kind of had a sense of what it, you know, how it would kind of knock me out and help me sleep. Um, but I really underestimated like how deep I s- would sleep with it. hmm and, yeah. uh, it's been game changing for me. Like it really has been, you know, and as an old guy that needs to recover, like, you know, even an extra 30 minutes to an hour worth of sleep is invaluable for me.
1: And yeah. I like the way that it, like for me, um, you know, I take it when I, when I, when it's in stock, you know, when I have it, cause I go through it pretty quickly. Um, it just, it, 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 it's like the coffee to your morning routine. Yeah. It's, it, it kind of like signals to my body, like, Hey, it's time to go to bed. And then obviously like Dr Justine, for everyone who listened to those podcasts that she's been on with us, she is so freaking smart and so that 's why every ingredient is scientifically backed um, and it certainly for me has helped me sleep what seems to be stronger and better um, and then I also like that it doesn't have melatonin in it because that's like an actual hormone and it, you know there's definitely some some mixed research on the fact that if you just supplement melatonin, your body kind of can potentially, you know, reduce its ability to produce it. So this is a sleep supplement that doesn't have melatonin in it and still gives you the benefits of like, hopefully being able to sleep a little bit better. So I think it's like, I don't know, it's a win-win it's the best of both worlds. I'm a big fan.
0: Yeah, I agree. No melatonin, no CBD, you know, neither one of those are things that I really enjoy taking. And when I take it, I like, I wake up like awake. I don't feel groggy and like stumbling around the house and, you know, for me, you said it's like a pre-workout, but it's pre-workout for bed. It's um for me, it just helps me wind down. Like I I'll yeah. you know, make my drink, drink it, and in that 30 minutes, I man, I can just like feel myself just <laughs> kind of drifting away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's great. And knocks me right out. And I sleep deep and I've been feeling better. And and truthfully, like I'm going into this open with no injuries for once. I'm gonna knock on wood. Um and I'm, you know, a lot of it I'm given to this, like, because I feel like I'm better rested. I'm having better performance in the gym. So, yeah, it's good stuff. awesome, man. Uh, she gave us a code, by the way, a great code. So you can go to thirdz.com, which is T H I R D Z Y, and use our code, Scale Z Z Z. So, Scales, get it? Scale Z Z Z. And you are save 25% off, which is nice.
1: Great. Awesome.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff, dude. Highly, highly recommend. I was, uh, Super excited when she sent me a bag and uh, it's working.
1: Well, I just bought it at full price. I wish I had the discount code. Next time I will use scale ZZZ. See,
0: if you're a big deal like me, you'd have new shoes and a free bag. Jeez, I got to step it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Somebody else messaged me today. uh, Had a couple of interesting points about the open I wanted to talk about. Um, One was, and I think I it was really uh, hit me hard because I think there are a lot of people listen to the show that feel this way. It's like they don't know what to choose. RX or scaled? Hmm. You know, like, do you have a benchmark for that? I have a couple of benchmarks for RX or scale, but I'm curious for someone who is an RX athlete like yourself. Like, what are your thoughts on it?
1: Well, of course, there's a whole YouTube video on it. Um, of course, <laughs> of course, because I just emailed it to my email list today. Um, if I recall, and you know, I still think all of this is current, and admittedly I'm not as brushed up on all the rules, but I know you can choose RX or scaled yeah. for each specific workout. For me personally, um I have always suggested if people feel like they can hit the workout RX'd and experience the stimulus that the workout is trying to do then that's a good choice. Um, The reason I say that is there's a lot of people who maybe they're like so gung ho about going RX and they wind up with like that one workout from a few years back where it started with seven ring muscle ups. Like they got two reps in the entire workout. And that's great. You got muscle ups like that, that got you past, you know, hundreds of thousands of other athletes, you know, seemingly. However, that really wasn't the stimulus of the workout. The stimulus was to get to the wall balls and the double unders and you know all that good stuff. So, I would say, go RX if you can do the workout and you you feel like you've gotten a good workout afterwards. Like you're going to the cl- you're going to a class at your gym, you see the arcs on the whiteboard and you're like, I can do that. Go scaled if there's something in the workout that you just fundamentally cannot do. And then there's this happy medium. So I'm also kind of a proponent of this. Let's say you can do most of the workout, but then there's a certain, let's say at the end, there's like a handstand walk or a bar muscle up or something like that that you can't do. Can't do yet. Like do the workout as RX, get those RX reps in and then have your judge write down your score, obviously. And then just like, complete the rest of the workout in the scale division. Obviously those reps don't count on the leaderboard, but it kind of gives you this like best of both worlds. You, you get your reps in the RX division, which is great. And then you can finish the workout in the scale division. But if you're someone who's super, super keen on like battling it out on the, on the, you know, leaderboard, then going scaled across the board could be a good plan. If you really want to like purely measure your fitness against everyone else if you know that going all rx isn't a thing um so i know that was like a smattering of answers but there's a lot of it depends and it all depends on what your goals are for the open um but i you know just as a company i love to try to push people to try rx to see how it goes and then they can always default to scaled in the middle of the workout if they want to
0: yeah, I guess it would depend on what your goals are. So here's how I would break it up. If your goal is to get, is to test yourself and figure out where do you rank in your age group against people doing the same movements, you have to pick one and stick with it. Yep. Either do RX or scaled. It really doesn't matter. You'll get a score either way. Just don't get a blended score. Uh-huh. That, that's if that's your goal. Right, I've had I've had years where I've done that, where that was my goal, and I wanted to test how do I stack against people in my age group in this specific. I've done that t- multiple times actually. One year, a couple of years I did scaled, a couple of years I did RX.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: this okay. year, I'm treating it like my normal training, and I'm basing whether I RX or scale based off the same criteria I use for scale and bail,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: is uh, is. Can I handle the weight? Can I do the movement? Those are the Mm -hmm. two main things I look at. Normally, there's also the third component of time, but I can't control time this go around. You know, it's like you just can't control, um, you know, that part of the programming. So for me, it's weight or movement. So an example of that would be if you get a, a workout that opens with seven ring muscle ups, I'm very, very likely going to scale that. You know, it's just not a movement I've been working on and that I feel great with. So I would scale whatever the actual scale is and I will stick to whatever the scale, you know, CrossFit asks for. And it would be the same on the weight. If, you know, if I think the weights are too heavy and I can't complete the workout, then I'll go with the scaled uh, option. I don't yep. think we'll run into the, any of that in this open for whatever that's worth just based off of the equipment list. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, you, you never know. Um, Those are the two things I'll pick. I think the thing that people run into at the open, I'd be curious your insight on this because someone asked is that there's this kind of underlying, and sometimes it's not even underlying, peer pressure that comes with the open that everybody has to go out there and bleed. You know, you got to go balls to the wall, kill yourself, give your best effort, dude. You know, like you get all the peer pressure for what you have to do in the open. Like, how do you not give into that if you know that's not what you want to get out of this? Because it's really hard to not give into that.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people like assume that what you want to get out of it is to measure your peak performance of fitness. So what that means is like, you know, like for instance, if we're trying to see who's better at running a 40 yard dash, you're not going to be like, all right, let's both run at 75% and see who wins. Because it's like, so arbitrary right that's a hard number to define so the the idea of like if you go 100 percent, then you truly can measure who's fitter and who's not and that's fine and that's like that's the way to run like a, a quote-unquote a pure competition like if we were racing 40 yard dash we should both go as hard as and run as fast right. as we possibly can and that's gonna show us who's faster but that being said that is the wrong assumption for a lot of people when their goal is not to measure themselves against everyone else. Their goal is to measure themselves against themselves or their goal is just to have fun on Friday night lights and play along. Right? So uh, I think the peer pressure is potentially valid. If you're someone who's like, I want to get my best score possible, then yes, like the open will theoretically push you to a, a deeper, darker place than you've ever allowed yourself to go. If this is like one of your first competitions, but it doesn't have to be that way. You could go in and just like I suggest a lot of people do in normal class training, go in, put forth a solid effort, but one where they're not just laying on the ground dying. And, and still that's going to be a great measure of, Hey, how was I like, what movement slowed me down here? Like, what do I need to improve after this year? Because similar efforts across the board will still show you what you need to work on and and where you might be lacking. Like if it's a super fast sprinty workout and you go in and you go hard um, and you do okay, and then it's a super long workout and you go in and you go hard and then you crush it, then you know, it's like, all right, well, I need to work on, I need to work on my, my high intensity power output workouts. And my engine seems to be fine, but I couldn't really push and go fast when I needed to. Like you can still get a lot out of it if you don't die every workout. And what's, I know this is going to sound crazy, but a lot of times when you leave a little bit in the tank, you actually wind up with a better score because the amount of people who go way too hard, way too early, far outweighs the amount of people who have too much left in the tank at the end of the workout. I hope that made sense. But that's like a huge one where... If if I see someone who's pacing and someone who's not pacing because they think they're going to be able to go 100% the whole time, the person who paces almost always beats the person who won
0: 100%. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I think the hard thing for people in these opens is they see all their buddies out there redlining and they're like, all right, well, I have to do it too. And then they're, you know, their buddies are also asking, what was your score? Or what are you planning to do? For me, like the way I planned it, because I'm wired that way too, by the way. Like I go to, you know, I know I'm going to be in a community and I'm going to see other people doing this and I'm going to want to join into the quote unquote fund. So here's what I'm doing to alleviate that pressure for myself to not give in to kind of that, we'll call it peer pressure, but just the feeling that you have to do what everybody else is doing is I'm, we've talked about goals on this show before. Like I'm thinking about where do I want to be in August, not where do I want to be at the end of February, end of March. And I've had personally, I've had four to five experiences in the open where I've quite literally injured myself by doing really stupid things that I had no business trying to do. And I, you know, I, I don't, I personally don't believe CrossFit is dangerous, but I think any athletic pursuit that you undertake can be dangerous when you get into a red line situation, whether it's football, baseball, running, you name it, like any sport. And, um, and so I'm just trying to prevent that. So to your point around pacing, like, that's really where I will be is looking to you know, how can I best pace these workouts and still be standing when it's over? I don't want to be yep. rolling around on the floor, you know, gasping for breath, because that's always the moment, like, it's always those last few reps, you wish you had better paced, you know, mm. when you end up, you know, tweaking something or, you know, just or, or, you know, ripping your hands you know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to do pull-ups next week. I don't want to go in on Thursday, shred my hands, and now I can't do pull-ups for two weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, and so I just think you just have to think about, you know, what are your long-term goals versus short-term goals? And there's no amount of bragging rights I can walk out of this open with that's going to make me, you know, want to short change the goals I have for myself, you know, which in this case are, you know, going to be, you know, better physically by late summer, you know? so. Uh, what do you guys have going on at Wide Prep going into the Open? Got any, anything so, special?
1: Yeah, we actually have. Um, we're currently, I think, just a couple of days left. Especially when you're listening to this, listeners, we have opened a coaching group specifically for the CrossFit Open. So basically, there's like a section of our of our coach our of our bigger online coaching group. There's a section that's just for the Open where our coaches are going to be in there every single day giving feedback, teaching people how to, you know, maximize their scores. We're doing strategy live calls. We have a follow-up live call on Sunday that we call the redo that helps like for anyone who is redoing it, we help shift strategy. And you can get all of that for $3, which is kind of insane. And they told me not to do it, but I did it anyway, because I'm the boss. And and, uh, I just want to expose people to what it is that it makes WAD prep special, especially during the Open. Um, so yeah, if anyone listening wants to hop in on that, basically you need to go to my Instagram account, uh, and we, I assure you, I will have some sort of post in my Instagram stories with the link. But if you want to, uh, I know John's going to put in the show notes, but it's WADprep. ThriveCart. Com slash Open Dash Twenty Twenty Two and uh the thrive cart was spelled t-h-r-i-v-e-c-a-r-t that's just our, our checkout system so wadprep.thrivecart.com slash open dash 2022 uh long url but that's just because i haven't made a redirect for it um just go to my instagram account and click the story and you'll learn more and yeah you can get, basically get coached by the all the best coaches on wadprep's team for three dollars for all three weeks of the open and it's uh I don't know. It could be a terrible idea. <laughs> we have a lot of people in there already, but it's going to be awesome. We're going to have a ton of energy. We're going to have a leaderboard for it. Um, you know, one of the custom leaderboards It's going to be fun. Oh, and we also need to make sure that we make that scale and bail custom leaderboard.
0: Yes, I'm going to get that up. I do for three bucks. That's a good deal, particularly when it comes to redos. I'm not redoing any of these workouts. Same. I've done that in the past. I'll be one wanting to there but, done that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if you're going to redo them, there is no worse feeling. And I've had this happen. No worse feeling in the open and redo it and have a worse score.
1: Yeah.
0: I just like, you want to go run out into traffic. That is the yeah. worst moment in all of CrossFit. And yeah. uh, so having a coach that can like walk you through, you know, hear what you did before and yeah. help you re-strategize is really invaluable. Cause if you're not coming away a second time with a better score, oh man, you're absolutely doing it wrong.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You've got,
0: you've got to learn from your mistakes.
1: So I'm definitely losing money on this, by the way. Obviously, I, I do pay my coaches uh more than three dollars for three weeks of work. Debatable. But it, it'll be fun. What'd you say? Debatable. Debatable. Oh man, if you only saw the we, we ran the numbers for last year and I was like, man, these these people are making a lot of money. This is awesome. And I love the fact that Prep can, you know, provide for people and then also give our athletes what they want. So mm-hmm. come experience it for yourself.
0: All good things, man. I'm excited about this open. I think it's going to be fun. I uh, I'm committed to having fun this time, and I've had nice. a lot of opens that were not fun. So have
1: fun at all costs. I'm that's my,
0: my mission this year to everyone: just go enjoy it, man. Like you know, it's only three weeks. Enjoy the community. See some people do some first. Celebrate it. You know, eat the food afterwards. I don't know what gyms you go to do, but gyms I've been to always seem to have you know, treats and drinks and things after the events. And that's always
1: the best part for me getting to hang out. Fellowship. I'm stoked. I'm actually for all three weeks, like each weekend, like I'm here for Thursday and then immediately traveling. So it's like Salt Lake city, then Salt Lake city for the next weekend, coincidentally, and then steamboat Colorado for the final one. So I will be doing all drop-in open sessions. Uh, So that'll be interesting to say the least.
0: All three of mine are drop in. I'm actually this weekend, I'm going to Pittsburgh for the John Mayer concert.
1: Oh, Pittsburgh.
0: And yeah, well, but still John Mayer. As much okay. as I hate Pittsburgh, it's still, okay. still John Mayer. All right. And some, but I'm going to come back to Cleveland, do the open on Sunday and at a local gym here, uh, CrossFit Chagrin Falls or and Falls CrossFit. And then um, the following weekend, I'm going to the Arnold in Columbus, which nice. is nice. Have you ever
1: been to the Arnold? No, but I want to. I hear oh, It's awesome,
0: dude. It is so ridiculous. Just dudes in those tiny little, you know, huge dudes in those little bikini strap tank tops walk around. Like they can't turn corners well. Cause they're so big, you yeah, know, they have the like whole, a
1: sign on the back that says wide right turns.
0: Yeah. And the whole place <laughs> smells like protein farts. Like huh. it, I swear to God, um, sounds was, like a great time. It is. It, and, uh, you know, it'd be like the most garish, uh, Giveaways like bang energy will be there and they'll have a thousand women dressed like the most ridiculous outfits you've ever seen, just chucking cans into the crowd. <laughs> it's nice. so much fun.
1: Awesome. Uh, but there's a
0: big CrossFit event there. I'm going to go to Christy Aramos gym, uh, and drop in on Saturday while I'm there and then probably come back and do the open here. And then the following week, I'm doing another drop in. So love it. But, yeah. So lots of try. So that's partly why I just want to have fun because I, you know, I don't have a home gym, you know, uh, crossfit gym that i belong to right now and so i'm gonna be doing a lot of drop-ins and seeing a lot of people i don't know that well and you know hopefully it'll be fun and i'm traveling so i'm going to try to give myself a little grace and not you know let this these trips blow up my world so yeah
1: yeah i'm excited to be somewhat distracted by the weekend plans that i have each weekend to make me just go in and have fun and hit the workout and be done with it um yeah be a good time
0: All right, dude. Well, good luck for your first one. I can't wait to come back on next week and talk about uh, how crappy my score was and how good yours was. Can't wait. And uh, that'll be that. So everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining. Good luck in the open. Make sure you get signed up. If you haven't already, look for our custom leaderboard and we will chat with you next week. Peace.